Section sixty-eight of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky, translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book ten, chapter six. Precocity. What do you think the doctor will say to him? Kolya asked quickly. What a repulsive mug, though, hasn't he? I can't endure medicine. Ilyusha is dying i think that's certain answered alyosha mournfully they are rogues medicine's a fraud i'm glad to have made your acquaintance though karamazov i wanted to know you for a long time i'm only sorry we meet in such sad circumstances kolya had a great inclination to say something even warmer and more demonstrative but he felt ill at ease alyosha noticed this smiled and pressed his hand i've long learned to respect you as a rare person kolya muttered again faltering and uncertain i have heard you are a mystic and have been in the monastery i know you are a mystic but that hasn't put me off contact with real life will cure you it's always so with characters like yours what do you mean by mystic cure me of what alyosha was rather astonished oh god and all the rest of it what don't you believe in god oh i've nothing against god of course god is only a hypothesis but i admit that he is needed for the order of the universe and all that and that if there were no god he would have to be invented added kolya beginning to blush he suddenly fancied that alyosha might think he was trying to show off his knowledge and to prove that he was grown up i haven't the slightest desire to show off my knowledge to him kolya thought indignantly and all of a sudden he felt horribly annoyed i must confess i can't endure entering on such discussions he said with a final air it's possible for one who doesn't believe in god to love mankind don't you think so voltaire didn't believe in god and loved mankind i am at it again he thought to himself voltaire believed in god though not very much i think and i don't think he loved mankind very much either said alyosha quietly gently and quite naturally as though he were talking to someone of his own age or even older kolya was particularly struck by alyosha's apparent diffidence about his opinion of voltaire he seemed to be leaving the question for him little kolya to settle have you read voltaire alyosha finished no not to say read but i've read candide in the russian translation in an absurd grotesque old translation at it again again and did you understand it oh yes everything that is why do you suppose i shouldn't understand it there's a lot of nastiness in it of course of course i can understand that it's a philosophical novel and written to advocate an idea kolya was getting mixed by now i am a socialist karamazov i am an incurable socialist he announced suddenly apropos of nothing a socialist laughed alyosha but when have you had time to become one why i thought you were only thirteen kolya winced in the first place i am not thirteen but fourteen 
fourteen in a fortnight he flushed angrily and in the second place i am at a complete loss to understand what my age has to do with it the question is what are my convictions not what is my age isn't it when you are older you'll understand for yourself the influence of age on convictions i fancied too that you were not expressing your own ideas alyosha answered serenely and modestly but kolya interrupted him hotly come you want obedience and mysticism you must admit that the christian religion for instance has only been of use to the rich and the powerful to keep the lower classes in slavery that's so isn't it ah i know where you read that and i am certain someone told you so cried alyosha i say what makes you think i read it and certainly no one told me so i can think for myself i am not opposed to christ if you like he was a most humane person and if he were alive to-day he would be found in the ranks of the revolutionists and would perhaps play a conspicuous part there's no doubt about that oh where where did you get that from what fool have you made friends with exclaimed alyosha come the truth will out it has so chanced that i have often talked to mr rakitin of course but old bielinsky said that too so they say bielinsky i don't remember he hasn't written that anywhere if he didn't write it they say he said it i heard that from a but never mind and have you read bielinsky well no i haven't read all of him but i read the passage about tatiana why she didn't go off with onegin didn't go off with onegin surely you don't understand that already why you seem to take me for little smurov said kolya with a grin of irritation but please don't suppose i am such a revolutionist i often disagree with mr rakitin though i mention tatiana i am not at all for the emancipation of women i acknowledge that women are a subject race and must obey les femmes tricotes as napoleon said kolya for some reason smiled and on that question at least i am quite of one mind with that pseudo great man i think too that to leave one's own country and fly to america is mean worse than mean silly why go to america when one may be of great service to humanity here now especially there's a perfect mass of fruitful activity open to us that's what i answered what do you mean answered whom has someone suggested your going to america already i must own they've been at me to go but i declined that's between ourselves of course karamazov do you hear not a word to anyone i say this only to you i am not at all anxious to fall into the clutches of the secret police and take lessons at the chain bridge long will you remember the house at the chain bridge do you remember it's splendid why are you laughing you don't suppose i am fibbing do you what if he should find out that i've only that one number of the bell in father's bookcase and haven't read any more of it kolya thought with a shudder oh no i am not laughing and don't suppose for a moment that you are lying no indeed i can't suppose so for all this alas is perfectly true but tell me 
have you read pushkin onegin for instance you spoke just now of tatiana no i haven't read it yet but i want to read it i have no prejudices karamazov i want to hear both sides what makes you ask oh nothing tell me karamazov have you an awful contempt for me kolya rapped out suddenly and drew himself up before alyosha as though he were on drill be so kind as to tell me without beating about the bush i have a contempt for you alyosha looked at him wondering what for i am only sad that a charming nature such as yours should be perverted by all this crude nonsense before you have begun life don't be anxious about my nature kolya interrupted not without complacency but it's true that i am stupidly sensitive crudely sensitive you smiled just now and i fancied you seemed to oh my smile meant something quite different i'll tell you why i smiled not long ago i read the criticism made by a german who had lived in russia on our students and schoolboys of today show a russian schoolboy he writes a map of the stars which he knows nothing about and he will give you back the map next day with corrections on it no knowledge and unbounded conceit that's what the german meant to say about the russian schoolboy yes that's perfectly right kolya laughed suddenly exactly so bravo the german but he did not see the good side what do you think conceit may be that comes from youth that will be corrected if need be but on the other hand there is an independent spirit almost from childhood boldness of thought and conviction and not the spirit of these sausage-makers groveling before authority but the german was right all the same bravo the german but germans want strangling all the same though they are so good at science and learning they must be strangled strangled what for smiled alyosha well perhaps i am talking nonsense i agree i am awfully childish sometimes and when i am pleased about anything i can't restrain myself and am ready to talk any stuff but i say we are chattering away here about nothing and that doctor has been a long time in there but perhaps he's examining the mamma and that poor crippled nina i liked that nina you know she whispered to me suddenly as i was coming away why didn't you come before and in such a voice so reproachfully i think she is awfully nice and pathetic yes yes well you'll be coming often you will see what she is like it would do you a great deal of good to know people like that to learn to value a great deal which you will find out from knowing these people alyosha observed warmly that would have more effect on you than anything oh how i regret and blame myself for not having come sooner kolya exclaimed with bitter feeling yes it's a great pity you saw for yourself how delighted the poor child was to see you and how he fretted for you to come don't tell me you make it worse but it serves me right 
what kept me from coming was my conceit my egoistic vanity and the beastly wilfulness which i never can get rid of though i've been struggling with it all my life i see that now i am a beast in lots of ways karamazov no you have a charming nature though it's been distorted and i quite understand why you have had such an influence on this generous morbidly sensitive boy alyosha answered warmly and you say that to me cried kolya and would you believe it i thought i've thought several times since i've been here that you despised me if only you knew how i prize your opinion but are you really so sensitive at your age would you believe it just now when you were telling your story i thought as i watched you that you must be very sensitive you thought so what an eye you've got i say i bet that was when i was talking about the goose that was just when i was fancying you had a great contempt for me for being in such a hurry to show off and for a moment i quite hated you for it and began talking like a fool then i fancied just now here when i said that if there were no god he would have to be invented that i was in too great a hurry to display my knowledge especially as i got that phrase out of a book but i swear i wasn't showing off out of vanity though i really don't know why because i was so pleased yes i believe it was because i was so pleased though it's perfectly disgraceful for anyone to be gushing directly they are pleased i know that but i am convinced now that you don't despise me it was all my imagination oh karamazov i am profoundly unhappy i sometimes fancy all sorts of things that everyone is laughing at me the whole world and then i feel ready to overturn the whole order of things and you worry everyone about you smiled alyosha yes i worry everyone about me especially my mother karamazov tell me am i very ridiculous now don't think about that don't think of it at all cried alyosha and what does ridiculous mean isn't everyone constantly being or seeming ridiculous besides nearly all clever people now are fearfully afraid of being ridiculous and that makes them unhappy all i am surprised at is that you should be feeling that so early though i've observed it for some time past and not only in you nowadays the very children have begun to suffer from it it's almost a sort of insanity the devil has taken the form of that vanity and entered into the whole generation it's simply the devil added alyosha without a trace of the smile that kolya staring at him expected to see you are like everyone else said alyosha in conclusion that is like very many others only you must not be like everybody else that's all even if everyone is like that yes even if everyone is like that you be the only one not like it you really are not like everyone else here you are not ashamed to confess to something bad and even ridiculous and who will admit so much in these days no one and people have even ceased to feel the impulse to self-criticism don't be like everyone else 
even if you are the only one splendid i was not mistaken in you you know how to console one oh how i have longed to know you karamazov i've long been eager for this meeting can you really have thought about me too you said just now that you thought of me too yes i'd heard of you and had thought of you too and if it's partly vanity that makes you ask it doesn't matter do you know karamazov our talk has been like a declaration of love said kolya in a bashful and melting voice that's not ridiculous is it not at all ridiculous and if it were it wouldn't matter because it's been a good thing alyosha smiled brightly but do you know karamazov you must admit that you are a little ashamed yourself now i see it by your eyes kolya smiled with a sort of sly happiness why ashamed well why are you blushing it was you made me blush laughed alyosha and he really did blush oh well i am a little goodness knows why i don't know he muttered almost embarrassed oh how i love you and admire you at this moment just because you are rather ashamed because you are just like me cried kolya in positive ecstasy his cheeks glowed his eyes beamed you know kolya you will be very unhappy in your life something made alyosha say suddenly i know i know how you know it all beforehand kolya agreed at once but you will bless life on the whole all the same just so hurrah you are a prophet oh we shall get on together karamazov do you know what delights me most is that you treat me quite like an equal but we are not equals no we are not you are better but we shall get on do you know all this last month i've been saying to myself either we shall be friends at once forever or we shall part enemies to the grave and saying that of course you loved me alyosha laughed gaily i did i loved you awfully i've been loving and dreaming of you and how do you know it all beforehand ah here's the doctor goodness what will he tell us look at his face end of section sixty eight